its energy surrounds us and binds us. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Carbonite Convos. Um, I'm sure as some of you have seen these past couple weeks, me and Alec are uh, doing something a little new. This is actually the first time we've been able to record with both of us in one place. Um, so, you know, as you know, he's from Arizona, I'm from Pittsburgh, but we're both originally from Florida. So we were able to link up in Pittsburgh and drive down to, you know, my family's house in Florida. So we got a lot of awesome, uh, awesome content for you guys for this week. Uh, today, we're just going to be talking about a, a couple of the videos from last week where we talked about like Han Solo, Leno Calrissian, Chewbacca, Ben Solo, their relationship and how that kind of ties in together. And also Alex's video on how Leia got the Bausch um, bounty hunter armor. And then we're going to get into a little of the news that was announced um, about the Bad Batch, a new animated series on Disney+. Plus. So. Um, Alec, I don't know how we want to kick this off, but let's just get right into these videos. First and foremost, I hope everybody is going to enjoy this new type of format we're going to be kind of basing the channel on, um, or we're going to put out a, a couple small videos per week. Uh, for example, last week was the uh, the video about the Falcon and about Leia and the Bausch armor. Uh, and then, you know, on the third video of the week is going to be kind of us talking about things we learned or things that uh, we couldn't quite cover in, in that video time. Uh, to kind of get things going, let's just uh, dive into the first video from last week, talking about uh, Chewbacca and Solo and the Millennium Falcon, those sort of things. Nick, if you want to take over that one, man, that's all you. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think we need to really go over exactly what the videos were about because hopefully we, um, anybody who watches this video, hopefully they watch the <clears throat> The videos from last week um i think it's just it's really cool to see han uh, sorry not han uh chewy and ben solo's relationship because you know there's been all, all this art out there about what it would have looked like when if ben would have grown up and stayed with the family um you know obviously chewy's a big part of han solo and leia's life you know he's best friends with them so he would have been that he would have been a big influence in Ben's life as well. So I think it's just interesting finally seeing some uh, back information about their relationship because obviously they were very close. Um, as it said in the book, it said he uh, he cuddled Ben, so a baby Ben in, in his arms. So I think it was just really cool, like I said, to see more of the lighter side of their relationship because the only thing we've really seen on screen um, is Chewie shooting Kylo in the in the abs abdomen um other than that we haven't seen a lot of i don't i don't think we really see any scenes with with those two together um i know there was some concept art for the rise of skywalker with you know Chewie hanging in the in the chains and ben right in front of him uh i assume he's interrogating him so we haven't really seen a lot of their relationship i think the rest of the video is it's pretty interesting you know i i but I'll get into that uh, if, in case you have any thoughts first. No, I I really liked that little uh, quote about Chewbacca holding a baby Ben. Um, I would have loved to see the pureness of Ben um, at the time. Obviously, uh, and not I mean yes, sometimes but no one's necessarily born evil uh, in most cases, uh, and you can tell that obviously Ben or Kylo throughout the uh, sequel trilogy 
um, is sort of corrupted. Um, so I would like to see him before those events um, and just kind of get some feel for his personality and how he, how he was as a, as a child. Um, and then I love the fact about, um, obviously, you know, we've seen Solo. We, saw, we know how uh, Han won the Falcon from uh, Lando. Uh, and it really showed what type of person Han was and how much he really cared about Chewbacca uh, when he turned that cape closet into like a little bunker for him. Um, basically, you know, gave him his own little private room, gave him a place to go whenever he wanted. Uh, I think that just goes to show uh, the true love uh, in that friendship and almost the brotherhood between the two. Definitely, definitely. I think it was a, just a cool video throughout just because, you know, you, you don't really think of how Lando and Ben uh, kind of correlate with each other. Um, obviously, all these characters, they're in the same universe. I, I don't know who has crossed paths with who in every situation. But it's cool that we can, with a video like this, you know, you can start with <clears throat> Lando being a good smuggler, being um, good at Sabak, and it leading from it leading from his his skill at a Sabak table to Han winning the Falcon, Han changing the Falcon um, for Chewie, you know, changing some stuff in there so he has his his private quarters, and then and Rise of Skywalker when Lando it comes back to the Falcon, he finds this in Chewie's bunker, which I'm sure it, this clearly wasn't the first time that Lando had been in the Falcon. Obviously he was in it in the original trilogy, but it, it, it's kind of, I, I just wonder what was going through Lando's head. Um, the first time he saw, you know, that's his ship. That was his baby. Uh, right. He loved it as much as Han did. So I, I'd love to see, what Lando thought of them, thought of the changes, just because, you know, his capes were almost right. everything to him. So it was, is he had a pretty strong relationship with his capes. So I'm sure he would have been a little angry at first to see that it was uh, changed, but he can't expect it to stay the same. So it's just really interesting how we start from Lando, get to how Han won the Falcon, what he did to change it for Chewie, Lando ending up going back to the Falcon, finding this recording, and it end up leading to a story about uh, Han and Ben's relationship. So I think, I, I just think that's a really cool um, kind of storyline. I don't know right. what you call that. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much all I have for the first video. I think I thought it was more heartwarming than anything like real concrete information. But um, let's get into Leia and Bausch because yeah, that was actually so, really interesting. So with Bausch, uh, you know, to be honest, there's really not that much uh, canon information about him out there. Uh, Shout out Wikipedia. Wikipedia, man. That's the, yeah, they got good stuff there. Um, but obviously there's a lot of legends. Um, but, you know, I was always really, really confused about how that armor even mattered. I didn't even really know who it was, you know, unless you actually look up who he is. What, who Bausch is and, ha and um, it's just what his occupation is. You wouldn't even know because that could have easily just been a mask that Leia threw together just to disguise herself, you know? So, right. It, it um, was, sorry, go ahead. No, and the, the outcome of it, 
I thought it was very interesting. Um, I was actually a really big fan of how they introduced Maz into the equation there. Yeah. Because um, obviously in The Force Awakens, you know Han and Maz have some sort of relationship and they go way back, uh, but you're not exactly sure. Um, so I don't know if that was something that people are really interested about. I know I'd, I'd love to know more about the, the nature of their relationship, mm -hmm. uh, but I like how they threw, that, threw her in the mix um, and it's just great how they can make all these characters connect. They fit. Because in The Force Awakens and in The Last Jedi, you can tell that Maz helps the Resistance. And Leia, arguably, is one of the main leaders of the Resistance. So you know they have this relationship as well. Um, in The Force Awakens, we can see that Maz has worked with Leia in the past, but you never know how far back that relationship goes. You go to find out that Maz is like a thousand years old or something like that in The Force Awakens, um, but you've never heard of her working with the crew up until this movie. So I think it's it's cool how the Star Wars universe, they're able to connect so many people um, to from the original trilogy to the sequel trilogy, and even the, obviously even the prequels, but you never see, obviously in you know the prequels, original trilogy, you don't see Maz because she's not a character yet. But now that they've made her canon, they threw her into the movies, they can link her at other points in the Star Wars timeline, which is really cool. And now, you know, every time I watch Return of the Jedi now, I'll know that Maz is there in the background somewhere um, pretty recent, like kind of recently before that movie because she helped Leia get the armor. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Right. Um... Again, yeah, I was just always super confused. She just show, kind of shows up, um, obviously, before one of the most important scenes in the original trilogy um, with Jabba's palace. Uh, and then talking and finding out that the idea to use that armor and for Leia to try to infiltrate his palace was actually Maz's idea. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like in the video said, things almost went according to plan. You know, Leia was able to go in there uh, and unfreeze Han and, you know, get Chewie out. But I, I really like the fact that in the story, Jabba, Jabba was tipped that someone was going to be coming in there. Um, he wasn't told that it was going to be Leia exactly, but he was told it was going to be a smuggler. Um, really? So I don't think he necessarily knew what he was, he was expecting, uh, but he knew he was on guard uh, for some reason around Solo um, and whatever reason, because obviously... At the time, Han Solo was a pretty uh, pretty wanted man by a lot of people. Um, so I think he had to kind of have his guard up. And he definitely knew right away whenever Leia came in there that something was a little funky. Uh, obviously, she ends up being getting captured and turned into Slave Leia, yeah. uh, which I think fans appreciate. Uh, but Especially the male ones. Especially the male fans. I think they tend to uh, like that scene. But uh, anyways... I, 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 you know, I was just a big fan of, of that whole thing, and I think it was a really uh, growing moment for me as a Star Wars fan uh, learning about that. Definitely, definitely. Um, so what do you think? You want to get into some Bad Batch now? Yeah, man. I think this is by far the most important part of the video today. I am so excited. I'm, I'm sure you are too. Yeah. Um, you know, watching through Clone Wars, really, you really grow a passion for the clones, man. You do. Uh, whether it's you know any of them really everyone has their favorites personally mine's rex i think that's yours as well yeah um and in season eight when they were 
I'm sorry, seven, seven, seven. Uh, in season seven, when the Bad Batch was introduced, man, I was like, whoa, these dudes are interesting. Just leads to a lot of questions, you know, and I think now we're going to have some of those answered because I know one that was floating around the internet a, a lot was with these guys being the Bad Batch and them, I'm, I'm trying to find, like, not being programmed like every other clone, like they have flaws that actually make them Right. Very versatile. They're human. They're exactly. Human-esque. Um, you know, it, it makes you wonder, did they go through with Order 66? Because did they have the chip? Did the chip work, even if they did have the chip? Um, so we know now that the Bad Batch is going to be directly after the events of, of the Clone War. So, right. so you know, it, it leads to... We don't have the answer the answers yet, but we're gonna soon because it, I personally I don't think they would have gone through with Order sixty six. I don't know why. You know, I can't really give a big explanation about it, but I just think something was up with their chips, and there wouldn't be really much to tell if they would have gone through with Order sixty six. Um, obviously, they're gonna have Echo with them now, right? So I think um, it's gonna. What are there, five? There's five, 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 including Echo, including, which I'm right. glad you brought up because I don't think um, ha with, with them having Echo, uh, I don't think Order 66 would have been one of their, you know, goals because obviously with Echo, there's he's not even a clone anymore. But you wonder about Echo because like he – like he he was normal like he was a regular clone like True. he didn't have anything wrong with him no. up until you know the imperials took well not imperial but just um who was he taking it was the not the banking clan the uh shoot i can't remember his name right now but we, we all know who it is and i'm sure we'll put a picture in um, i can't remember his name right now but he was taken by them and just kept alive almost the same way that uh master luminara was in rebels where they had her body and they just kind of it, it was different because luminara was actually dead but echo they kept him alive using technology literally right. any they barely kept him alive and he obviously wasn't himself after you know he kind of woke back up but it's really cool that he's going to be a part of it and i know i read that this is just the beginning so you know we've already been blessed with the clone wars and rebels now we're getting the Bad Batch, and apparently more's on the way. Right. I like the, uh, I mean, the the Bad Batch arc in Clone Wars alone was phenomenal. Yeah, it so, was my second favorite because obviously the last four episodes right. of, the, of that it's, season were the. I like that, and then the Bad Batch was obviously next. But the the other arc, which was about um, Ahsoka and the, the the sisters, I wasn't a huge fan. It was it was cool because it was all right. Yeah, I, I, I liked it because you got to learn a little bit about the uh, the crime syndicates and Maul's uh, role with them. But other than that, I just wasn't too interested in it. But, you know, we got to learn about some new characters, which is pretty cool. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for the Bad Batch. I'm on StarWars.com uh, right now. It says, I'm just going to give you a quick little rundown. It says... The show follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, first introduced in the Clone Wars, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary, who vary genetically from their brothers in the Clone Army, each possess a singular exceptional skill which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. 
In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. So it's really cool how it says how they are going to find new purpose because clones were bred for war. They were bred for and made for this clone war. So you wonder what are they doing after the clone war? Like I assume, because you know, they are human. They weren't made in a humane way, but they are human. So them knowing that their sole purpose was war and to kill the Jedi, I'm sure the ones who survived, they had a pretty hard time after the war just with a, living with what they've done not if, even if, not even if uh, that's something I, I hope they kind of talk about too I, I, I love i love if they did that um the ones that did go through with order 66 like after because they weren't evil you wonder right? if they felt bad right like, exactly like did they feel remorse done. for what they did or were they so brainwashed that they all of a sudden just felt nothing Obviously, or like they just felt like you know that the Jedi betrayed them. So, right. like, why would they feel bad? Um, I don't know. But they are humans. They feel these emotions. So, after the Clone Wars over, how do they? What What is their purpose in life? Like, they're soldiers. There's no real war going on, and um, I I don't know. I just feel like that'd be a very emotional story. Yeah. Seeing how they're just living like how they live with what they've done and just where where they find purpose in their lives so we're going to get a little bit of that in in um in the bad batch i'm just trying to think you wonder if they run into rex at all you know there's a lot of there's a lot of different possibilities that can come from this um you know with rex being in return of the jedi and then no the actor for jango fett is going to be in Mandalorian season two. And I've, you know, I've done a lot of thinking of that. That could either him being Boba Fett or it could be an older Captain Rex, you know? So we don't really know what, I can't remember the actor's name, but we don't really know what role he's playing. Right. But this could open the, open the door to not cameos, but a lot more appearances by the Bad Batch and just seeing how they how they go through life after the Clone War because they already kind of did themselves. You know, they, they go through their own trials and tribulations because they're not the normal clones. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they fit in the galaxy after, after the Clone War. Trying to think if there's any other news. Um, no, and that's a release date is expected in 2021, 2021 right? 2021. I'm not. It doesn't. They haven't say said anything. a month or a month yet. No. It's, okay. They say this is just the beginning too, which really excites me because. I mean, they're so. I mean, everyone knows the galaxy's huge, man. I, they can literally, if 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 Disney Plus is going to be this main animated series, uh, revenue based uh, thing. I mean, there's limitless options. Oh, well, yeah, there's an ex- like, ever expand, an infinite universe. They could go any, they could do, they could make a show on one on each of the Bad Batch. Like, I don't know how well they do, but like, right. people will watch it. The Clone Wars was loved by many. They it it was loved so much that it got canceled, then came back because the fans demanded it. So now, think of that. Clone Wars got canceled. They had to bring it back because the fans loved it so much and now another show is coming off of it and it's executive produced by dave filoni which is that's huge awesome news he's, he's awesome like man. The, 
the second coming of like George Lucas, it seems like he's like the re sorry reincarnation of George Lucas. It's really cool. Um, so it's it's definitely going to be really interesting to see which way they take it and just what comes next from it because I know they say this is just the beginning, but is it going to be you know following that same line of the Bad Batch, Ahsoka, Rex, like that, or is it going to be a lot a different animated series? from different time periods in Star Wars because I'm sure I'm sure if they made a series on I don't know Watto and his in his like slave tra slave trade junkyard trade like people would still watch that because I'm sure there's still a lot to go on especially on Tatooine um, now I was gonna ask like, if you if you could pick one little story that you know a little bit about for them to kind of go off on what would you what, would, what do you think you'd choose like from any star wars era any era like what would be your if you guys are talking about this is just the beginning and now with disney's money they're going to be able to do a lot more uh like what would be your little arc you'd like to know about like, um and that's a good one i'd like to see i'd like to see a younger yoda like when like before he was grandmaster like i think it'd be cool to see like him out one what's up like a padawan maybe yeah i think that'd be really cool um i'm just trying to pick some of my favorite characters because we're already getting an obi-wan spinoff right him in clone wars a little bit in rebels so it's like we have him if i had to pick one i know it's a common character uh <clears throat> the most common character but i would love to see more of vader I don't think you can get enough of him. I'd like to right. see um, maybe that's what we're getting to because with the Bad Batch, it's immediately following the Clone War. Obviously, Vader has a lot going on in that time. Right. So maybe we could get a uh, get a Vader show. Where's Vader Immortal on the timeline? Because that's coming out on PlayStation VR. I'm not sure. TV show. So I, I got to get the PSVR because I have to watch that show. Um, but yeah, we, I, I'd love to see more Vader. What about Absolutely. you? Man, after you bring that up, I might agree with you. Yeah. Um, I'd, and that, and I'd love to see just more, this is obviously like so well known and everyone's opinion is the same on this. We need more Boba Fett, man. Yeah. Like what happened? Like there's been teasers. There's been, I think we're, there's that's been, what like, we're getting though. I mean, maybe there's been fan trailers and all that stuff made for years now. Um, and I mean, people are, people want that. Yeah. I, I know that's probably, but it's gotta be the most demanded thing out there, a Boba Fett movie or a Boba Fett show or uh, something along those lines. Cause there's no way he just died right there. Like there's, with how much information's out there, like mm -hmm. in the conspiracies and all that, it would, it just, it's too cool for it to just die right then and there. Definitely. I'm trying to think I'd like to, cause you know, I, we've talked about from a certain point of view, it's 40 short stories from uh, the original, uh, from a new hope and we're gonna do a little a new series on that book because there's just so much awesome information but they do one story they start at the beginning finish at the end of one character in the background so like the first story is uh i can't remember who it is but i think like the third story is the stormtrooper who zapped leia and you know he's just a stormtrooper that we know but now that you read the book he has this full backstory He's like a teenager or something like that. Um, so it'd be pretty cool to see a series about maybe like a stormtrooper squadron. Or when they when they first start using 
humans. As, yeah, who knows? Because again. like the only time you see a stormtrooper without his mask is Finn. So it'd be pretty cool to see a stormtrooper like maybe like four like the Bad Batch, but it but stormtroopers just to you see. You see him a little bit in Rebels. Um, I, again, it's animated. Masks though. The young ones. Oh yeah, the young ones. The young ones, but I, I, it kind of humanizes them. Oh yeah, that's the point. It's like no, this I, book humanizes exactly. all these characters. Like so, I that actually really interesting to see about like cool. it like it, a mil. It's almost a military movie mm-hmm. based on stormtroopers, and you see in like all these military movies those characters you become humanistic. Imagine. And, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Go ahead. It's like you know, Star Wars has a lot of action. Some movies more than other. But Rogue One, I, I feel like, is the first one where we see real military, as militarist, I don't know what the word is, but military-like scenes. You know, with you have the AT right above, you have soldiers running through the, through the fields and through the beaches on Scarif. It'd be cool to see it, like picture Captain America, the first Avenger, that movie, picture that, but Star Wars about like uh, stormtroopers where it's like a war movie in like solo sorry like the scene in solo where han is in the imperial army right and it's just like this war-ridden movie to start off with where you see a bunch of firing people are dying but like it's kind of gruesome but it like shows the the actual war side you know we see that a little in clone wars but it's animated and it's a little i don't know the deaths don't hit that hard but like, what if you make a, a like a live action show about stormtroopers where you really get to know these characters and how they get through war? I think that'd be that'd be really cool. Um, but I think you know we're we're running out of time here. I know we didn't want to keep it too long. Are there any any other thoughts you had? On the topic? No, man. Just excited. Uh, really like the decision on this on these animated series. I think they've uh, they're gonna get nothing but better, especially with the man himself. Uh, Filoni directing and being behind um, these projects, but um, but I'm good on my end. Uh, Definitely. But thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, it's, it's always a blast uh, making these, and hopefully we're putting out uh, stuff that you guys like to see. Definitely. Um, Stacko Alec, thanks again, and we will catch you guys next week um, with a couple vi- again with a new format, a couple a couple short videos just so they're easy for you guys to watch. And then towards the end of the week, we'll uh, do a little recap and just uh, talk about those videos and any news that comes out next week. Um, so I think, oh, also happy birthday to Han Solo. Harrison Ford, it's his birthday today. So shout out to him. Um, other than that, I, I think we'll just talk to you guys. We'll see you guys next time. And, uh, you know, may the force be with you guys. Remember, the force will be with you. <laughs>